Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Please Blow My Mind. I got Tony joining me. Tony, hello from another part of New Zealand. How's it going? <laughs> we yeah. are talking about uh, the digital discipline you probably don't have, but you could get. Tony, we go we go deep into life. Uh, that's our tradition, me and you. What do we talk about, bro? We talk about kind of being glued to our phones. Intergenerational. Uh, cell phone addiction. Ooh, we gotta uh, break that. We gotta break that. We break it like, uh, well, the reference we give in this podcast is Moana getting past the reef, and we can do it too. So stay with us and enjoy um, catching up with Tony and I for the next forty minutes. Kirana, hello, good morning. What's up to everybody out there in the podcast audio land? I'd like to say hello and welcome to this week's episode of Please Blow My Mind. So I fully just dropped my uh, microphone, which is part of the reason to count against me for <laughs> for podcasting in the car. But that's the journey, all right? Sometimes there's no right answers. Sometimes we just commit to whatever we're doing. Anyways, I'd like to welcome you all to this episode of Please Blow My Mind. It's awesome to have you here for another week. I hope you're doing well. I hope you are enjoying the journey, right? Like, man, the, the amount of time we kind of spend in this journey to not enjoy it sucks. And so I don't just mean kind of, I guess, you know, the big stuff, but it's also the small stuff too, you know? Are you taking time? Are you giving yourself time to breathe? And, and I know I've been spamming everybody with the breath, but it's worth spamming for. You know, I've taken a deep dive into breathing and, and realized that when you kind of start with that as the pillar, everything else becomes a bit clearer. Because you can't talk about how to have an optimally good life until you talk about how to have a, a reasonable breath. And... I think it's 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 one of those scary things that it's simple and the simple things are the hardest the simple things are the hardest we don't want to acknowledge that but health nutrition mental health if you keep thing if you keep on top of it if you if you acknowledge the hard stuff if you stand up when you need to stand up if you be brave when you need to be brave then you can keep on top of it but we know we know that we don't do that we know that we choose not to do that because life is hard and that's just part of the burden of living look and there's plenty of things against us too right and i guess that's what this podcast highlights so my guest this week tony laulu he is an expert when it comes to social media addiction he was addicted he is not now addicted and he helps people unaddict themselves from this online parasite now it's amazing don't get me wrong with we're having this communication via the online parasite so when it's a win-win cool but we should know that there's a lot working against us right that the online world is built to to replace nature's input for a substitute you know something comparable to the matrix we're being fed off and that's okay sometimes right i'm okay with that i'm okay with that but just i want to know 
Um, and I guess that's the theme of me, right? That's the theme of this podcast. I want to know. I don't want to unconsciously be doing something good for me or bad for me. Like, give me the knowledge so I can make the decision. If I opt in, then I opt in. But I want to, I want to know that I can opt out. I want to know that I can opt out even if I really can't opt out. How's that for a mind bender? Yeah, so Tony joins me and we have an awesome chat. I, I love chatting to Tony because, uh, you know, well, we're getting to know each other, but also I like that we can kind of dig a bit deeper. I like that we can, I don't know, talk conspiracy theories. I feel like they're fun to talk about. And now at the moment, it's it's been weaponized, right? Fake news and all these things. It wasn't how it used to be. You used to be able to sit around a campfire or go on a car ride and talk smack, talk it up about you know, did we land on the moon and Bigfoot and all these things? Now they're being used to drive public narrative. And that's the scary bit, you know. Anything that's taken from personal and upscale to worldwide, it's just dangerous, you know. It's dangerous. There's some things that are, I mean, that's why it's so sacred, the bond between partners, you know. Because you see each other at their most vulnerable, like literally nude, most vulnerable. And you earn that, right? You earn that because, well, I guess you trust. You trust that you have the best intent for everyone. And it's just hard when you take that global, right? And it doesn't work out global. So I look forward to you listening to this week's podcast with Tony Laolu. Uh, I will say that for those who are new here, this podcast is recorded for television via Oriana TV, which is a Pacific platform for Pacific Island content and one of those pieces of content from 11 to 12 on Sunday nights is Please Blow My Mind with your trusty Cook Island podcaster me Will Fleming so uh, if you want to watch the video version of the podcast live you can do that via Oriana TV at 11 p.m. every Sunday on Freeview channel 200 or via Oriana TV they have a website and you can go on there and look for a live stream link. But it's going to sound a bit weird if you're just an audio listener because I keep throwing to these ad breaks. <laughs> but that's cool. What I've been able to realize is that it gives me an opportunity to jump in, have a kind of sub-conversation within the conversation, and even go deeper. So with that in mind, let's get into this week's episode with Tony Laulu. Thank you, brother, for joining me on the podcast. And thank you all for joining me and blowing my Mind. Tony, welcome to the podcast, brother. Uh, you know, we have a tradition on the show when you join me. We go deep. We go deep. And I, I, look, we're on TV and stuff, so we better not get too much into the conspiracy. But we can save a little bit of that for the end because, look, I know our Pacifica people. Look, humans love conspiracy, right? And I've been thinking deeply about conspiracy, but we don't have to start right there. I guess I just want to start, bro, by saying, how are you? You all good? I'm good, man. I'm like, I'm really good. I mean, better than better than some, man. Mm. And just uh, having a heart of gratitude, especially coming out of the old um, lockdown and, mm. and still employed and have have work to do. So, I mean, I count myself fortunate, you know. So, yeah. yeah. So, I mean. Yeah, grateful as. Yeah. Mm, and, you know, we're talking a bit about lockdown and all that stuff and this kind of post-COVID or whatever that means, bro. But, 
But, you know, it. I think we're all still kind of torn, right? Because for many, it gave an opportunity to not be in the norm, you know? And, mm. and for others, it gave the opportunity to, I guess, double down on what you want the norm to be. So I'm torn mm. as to what I am after this, you know? I want it to be that kind of caterpillar that comes out of this as a butterfly but but I and and maybe there's part of me that is still trying to you know work out what that is bro but but I mean just on that you know like because we don't know the you know we're in real time and we don't know the statistics of how things really will play out right because we're still in this post-covid did you have specific things bro that you were doing to just kind of manage your mindset and to make sure that, you know, that you could, because obviously it changed, a lot of things changed for us. And and what did you do? Did you just kind of focus on the family and work or were you making sure to kind of take a few minutes for yourself? During that lockdown, um, I got into some really good habits and set myself a routine. I'm a big routine person, eh? So. Mm my life revolves around just having things planned and set like things that are spontaneous i like i like planned spontaneous bro like <laughs> um and so i guess um the first week um it was just me and my two little boys mm. um, they're six and nine um there was a bit of an adjustment um for three of us to mm. um, be around each other 24 7 but by about week two uh, we just had a set schedule and a set routine and so mm. everything worked really well you know with the minor um, you know issues down there but but bro it was it was perfect for me and I and I absolutely loved it yeah and so that that's the the main thing that kept me um, not sane but just kept me ticking on man mm. and it didn't didn't really affect too much um, you know of my emotions I didn't feel too worried about anything i just was happy in the moment really mm. and and a lot of what you've been talking about over the last couple of years has really helped in terms mm. of um um tapping into a certain mindset because um you know like the business that i'm in with social media and the media um i don't want to buy into the fear because there was a lot of fear mongering that mm. was going on and, and i don't want to buy into it because uh, what good is that to me you know what good is that um, as a father to, to my two sons um, mm. having that kind of mindset and that kind of fear so we hardly ever watch the news um, only now and then but, but it was more I watch the news more for entertainment than I do to actually <laughs> catch up on real you know yeah, uh, what's actually going on so mm. yeah that's awesome because because you know we need to have examples and we need to hear out loud that for and look, I'll be super careful how I say this because I don't know, right? I don't know, but I feel like I feel like we're supposed to be around each other. That's what I feel like. And I feel like we were given a chance to be around each other. And look, if there's any time to admit that life's tough, it would be during this global pandemic. You actually have an excuse to sit, put your hand up and say, I'm not doing so well, team. And no one can say, why not? Well, because COVID, right? And and I, I I don't know because of the stats, but man, I tell you what I hope for. I hope that when we got together, when our people were just having to stay with each other, that something else took over, that a, that a deeper part of us, like a, a, a primal part, 
right? That we were built to be around each other, even for those of us who have lost our ways uh, in terms of, you know, maybe we have bad routines or, you know, we can... There's something about being able to leave the house, right? And you're like, you can... You can freak out and blah blah blah, and then I'm out. I'm going to work, or I'm buggering off, and you couldn't. And I get this feeling. I imagine like a tribe, and that person wouldn't be tolerated in the small tribe, right? And you see this in smaller groups where everyone kind of pulls together. But I don't know, bro, because I think that the statistics <laughs> might show that the worst of us came out. But I just. I just find that super hard to believe because we were built, we were created to be together. And it's and actually COVID gave us a reason to fear something greater than the rent, you know? But again, man, it might be just that I'm warped from whatever, you know, being too busy and all that stuff. But I still don't give up that hope, eh, bro? You know that, that there is hope in betting on us being together, right? That's just been the hot topic, really. The last couple weeks was how how was how was lockdown. You know, mm-hmm. that's the, that seems to be the question. And, and me as an observer, man, I, I've just been interested as in and in, and in how people's responses have been. For me, um, because I hadn't always lived with my boys like full time, working up to them and, and slept with them for for a little season in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I now have them full time, and so um, you know, since uh, you know having them uh, and, and being blessed enough to pick them up from school and drop them off, I was already um, sort of in. I was already living the dream uh, in terms of the, the village mentality, because mm-hmm. that was my little village was me and my two, mm-hmm. you know, two more, me and my two younger boys. So then being in lockdown just deepened that. Um, Admiration and that love and appreciation that that you know we're we're, we're together you know? mm. and so um, it was kind of a stark contrast to some other people's experiences where you know by week two there's I just wanted to get out of there now I know how annoying my family is and I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't relate because I just loved it mm. I, I, you know we weren't doing much but we we're just I, on my own body anyway so like it lockdown was like the best time for me because I was just yeah, it, was, it was the best time man so <laughs> I guess um, people people learned some some real lessons around um, you know that uh, that piece around connectedness and that that uh, community and village mentality and and, and that hopefully it highlighted to people what they needed to fix or yeah. what did they need to learn or unlearn or right you know, um, so it was awesome it was awesome little part in our lives where we got to experience something like that exactly I, I guess the other thing too is that you know it might have highlighted things we need to fix but that's a whole nother conversation about fixing the things that need fixing that takes time eh? and i think it's good to actually know you know to to understand yourself and and for those who you know, this isn't a kind of preachy podcast because, man, I've got enough things going on with me. But definitely there is some space for um, put, turning that camera back on you. You know, and I think this is what we can get into after the break is social media gives us a one-way look out. And it's very good at keeping us in a frequency of not looking back within, right? We become this perfect portal of 
you know, we can judge in our minds and all these things, but we have to sometimes turn that camera around or, you know, turn the lens on ourselves. And it's one of the great beauties of life, like being able to see your reflection and looking at yourself and it's looking back at you, right? And it's conflicting too um, because because you got to sometimes sit with yourself. And I get it why people don't want to look at themselves sometimes. I don't want to look at myself sometimes. So... Again, man, it's we've gone we've gone very deep very quickly, but that's how we roll, me and you. Um, okay, so after the break, because we've jumped straight into the COVID. Happy, you're fine. Happy, the family's fine. And uh, I would like to talk a little bit about, I guess, social media. That's how I came across you, uh, specifically around the addiction that we have um, to our phones, to this parasite in our pocket. So, uh, folks, if you're watching. Um, stay with us. Um, whatever the adverts are going to play, buy it because Audiana TV needs to uh, get. Uh, well, what does it need? To, it needs to grow. I need you to be addicted to Audiana TV, not your phone. Okay, see you in a second. Okay, team. Hope you are enjoying the episode with Tony. I sure enjoyed the chat, and I always do enjoy these chats. Look, one thing I just wanted to. Uh, should we, should we just be honest, promote, is the idea that I am, well, asking friends and supporters of the podcast to please consider donating $10 per month to my Patreon journey. So Patreon is a website which I have a profile page on and it allows you to donate towards my podcasting journey. And it's pretty cool. So far I've got four patrons who every month give a little and the idea is that all of that those donations uh, go towards the bigger goal which is um, podcasting and exploring ideas and developing ideas Uh, so so also the cool thing is you get a shout out on the podcast and this is the spot right here okay so we've got uh, well we'll start with newest to oldest newest is James hello James listening in podcast land so James runs a digital type agency called Browns Collective and look it's it's, it's growing and it's about bringing good buggers together so my suggestion is to jump onto Instagram and have a look for Browns Collective and follow James okay next up on the ladder we have the ladder of Patreon we have Andrew and Andrew hosts the Global Pacifica podcast and he's been supporting the podcast this podcast uh, for a while now so jump over there and have a look at that and a listen and also we've got Chris and Chris is a, a podcast well look 300 plus podcasts maybe more maybe like 600 plus Chris is a podcast machine uncomfortable is okay is his podcast and leadership through change is his podcast so amazing content jump over there and have a look and finally but mm, well going backwards in time finally but firstly we've got Daniel who was the first patron on please blow my mind Daniel is a post-production machine sun picks post you can find Daniel online just an avid expert uh, for those editors you know you'll know avid um, it's kind of like the professional version of premiere for all of us content creators anyways good buggers supporting good buggers is where it's at look if you want to support me, please jump over to patreon.com forward slash please blow my mind and blow my mind with a $10 donation per month. Okay, back to the podcast with Tony. Give us a back, a bit of background for those watching, 
you know, just how did you become interested in, I guess, social media and specifically around our addiction? Because I think when we think Pacifica and we think addiction, you know, we probably think more towards, you know, I guess advertising would say pokies and those type of things. But but the, there's a silent addiction, this parasite that lives in our pocket. What What's your portal into this, bro? Um. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things that doesn't come with an instruction manual. Eh? Mm-hmm. Um, you just get given this um, this platform, uh, Instagram, Facebook, all the rest of it, um, and you're just introduced into this wilderness and and, and social media. Says, there you go, you go walk about and do whatever you feel like. There's nobody really to get a standard. There's no one really to um, inform, educate, and sort of um, coach you through this world because it literally is a a world. And just like your physical world that that we introduce children into, um, (laughs) we do a lot of coaching and and guiding um, our children through this physical world that we live in. What's really missing in any education system or or anywhere, in fact, um, to do with social media, there's, there's absolutely nothing nothing there Mm -hmm. there's bits and pieces and and i've come across you know uh, people that do run workshops but it's um isolated workshops it's almost just to tick a box workshop to say that yep we've touched on online bullying Mm -hmm. online bullying is is the is is the issues at the bottom of the hill the ambulance at the bottom of the hill that's when it's really bad Mm -hmm. but how did it get to that there's no one focusing on anything preventative Mm -hmm. um any any education and I guess my introduction into it was that was me that was me for for years bro just totally fascinated consumed addicted mm. zombied out to social media because no one ever told me that you know Tony 30 minutes a day that's that's probably good enough hour yeah now and then but you should try and manage you know and everything that I preach now I wish someone had guided me on on you know basic guidelines of social media it was nothing yeah it was absolutely nothing out mm. there so um because it got to a very um personally a toxic point uh i needed to seek for help just like any addict um you know and you have all of these traditional addictions like you mentioned gambling drugs alcohol smoking they got the works for it in terms of um, support services for anybody that's addicted to just social media, um, there's maybe two two websites now, um, and a lot of it is just to report um, online bullying. And in terms of a holistic education piece, it, it, it's more it's more um, when when everything goes wrong, then call mm. them. Um, so. I guess I'm about the business around helping individuals, families, organisations, and even sports teams to really um, tackle this thing head on, but then provide solutions and then the ongoing accountability and support, um, just like we're um, good at as Pacifica, is that that wrap around that that ongoing checking in um, mm. is, is is what I is what I'm really passionate about, brother. So, yeah. Boom, boom. Um, 
Uh, I was wondering maybe in our final part of the show we could talk about some, you know, just some tactical things that people can take away. Obviously, we'll throw to your website so people can contact you. But I'd love it if we could, you know, that last nine minutes or whatever we're on air, if someone's watching, like, let's spend time, you know, just spend time with us. It's cool. It's cool because we're not, you first have to realize if you're addicted. And I mean, more of us will be than won't be. And that's the scary thing, right? And it's not that you have to be like a, uh, these addicts, but we can always be doing things a bit better. Or how I think about it, bro, is like just being aware. Just being aware that it's you versus these multi-billion dollar companies that are doing everything they can to suck your eyeballs in. And and I mean, why is that important? Because every time you're looking there, you're not looking elsewhere. You know, and you might need to be looking elsewhere because I don't know, I read this study on luck, you know, and and I hope I didn't spam you with this last time you're on the podcast, but luck was nothing more than people looking up. And observing what was in front of them, and 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 it might be that I'm on this kind of out of a trip at the moment of trying to reconnect with my ancestral past. But what did they do when they navigated? They weren't looking down. They might be temporarily, but they were looking up. They were seeing the world, and and neurology backs that up. Like there's a buzz we get. We get a dopamine hit, bro, when we see the world coming at us. And I love it so much because it suggests that, you know, all these tales of, you know, move forward towards the, th- confront the thing that's actually built in us, you know, and I don't care if it's from a spiritual thing or something else, it's in us, right? And we need to move forward. And all of our awesome stories are always about that, move forward. And that's why we should care so much about this because the phone prevents that well it's not the enemy but it's because it's a tool that can be used but we've got to learn those tactical skills to get off it so so yeah man that's that's next level um um may i just ask what was your way of getting off the addiction of um social media yeah man it was it was some stark like uh, realizations it was some very embarrassing realizations about the extent of the time that i was on it and i was almost embarrassed about how much time and i was clocking up anywhere between five six even seven hours a day on just social media alone yeah you know and it's not five hours straight but you know the hour in the morning you know 15 minutes here, half an hour here. Mm-hmm. Definitely the evening was the time where I'd, I'd be going hard, eh? And so in terms of um, how I came to that realisation, it was actually my son, and, mm-hmm. I, and I think I shared this with you before, is, you know, um, he, had, he had said to me around close to five years old, he just asked, you know, what are you doing on your phone or what are you looking at on your phone? And at the time, it didn't mean much, but, um, you know, I'm glad that that little phrase stuck with me over the next couple of weeks and months, because every time from then on, I was looking at my phone, that voice would trigger and I'd be thinking, actually, what am I What am I looking at right now that adds value to my life? Mm. Or what is it on my phone that's distracting me? And, and there was honestly 99% of the time, I was just entertaining myself and it was distracting. It was... Um, it was at a point where um, I 
didn't know how much time this was taking away from me but through those little bits of awareness and consciousness i started to be i started to add it all up i was mm. like bro you got problems man you got issues here eh? because you, your son's here begging for time and and you're just scrolling through Facebook. What mm. is it so important that's on your phone that you need to look at? Mm. And when you start to realize that, and and I confronted myself, you know, and that that was that was the turning point. I was just, I was too embarrassed um, about my addiction. But the second part of that, like I probably shared before, is um, I sure as hell did not want to pass um, an addiction on to my sons. Mm. Um, in terms of an intergenerational um, addiction, like there is with gambling or, yeah. or drugs or alcohol abuse mm. or violence, you know, there's there's these cycles of not so good um, characteristics that sometimes they just get passed down from you know mm. from granddad to your dad to you and now your son. Well, um, look. And I didn't want that. We'll come back after the break because I reckon let's really confront that. And we've, it's been a couple of years since we caught up last time. I'd like to just hear if there's been any more research or things that you know you've been um, kind of understanding in this evolving game about how 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 we need to stop that intergenerational um, burden that we give over. And and we do <coughs> many things right. Like humans by default are not perfect. But we have this consciousness, eh? And it's one of the gifts that we have. And I don't know, it's freaky too, because once you, you know, we said look in the mirror, right? But but I think one of the things that we need to realize is that there is no way to unsee what we see. And so what do you do with that? Well, I think it's what we're doing right now, having a talk about it. And that's a great way to start, because at the end of the day, it's like COVID. We're all locked in. And we're only together. So within that, hopefully there's a, a pathway forward. And um, um, Oh, that was a nice little wrap up here. All right, see you after nice. the break. <laughs> Sweet ass team, back in a second with Tony. I wanted to just spend a few minutes talking about an awesome experience I had on the weekend. So I was able to get a few awesome brothers together. I had Te Omeka, I had Hugh, and I had Gareth. And we headed up, and I also had my friend Guy with a camera, and we headed up to Mount Eden in Auckland, New Zealand, and it was so cool. It's like we were talking about Manava, which if this is your first time on the podcast, is a breathing program that I'm that I'm developing kind of through the Pacific and Maori lens. It's nothing huge, but it is huge. It unlocks the power within, right? It's these slow nasal breaths that connect the diaphragm, you know, the core of your body to your mind. And, you know, you should watch out when you start connecting these things because the power surges and it comes out as nature intended it. So we headed to the top of this mountain and we were working with movements and breathing and awesome conversations. We saw a sunrise and I just thought to myself, this is it. This is how we need to roll, you know? If we're going to record, if we're going to make, if we're going to work, let's do it all while we're in nature, while we're doing stuff. And it all worked out. So I'm kind of spamming this because it's worth spamming. 
but also because I cut together a little video and put that up on my Instagram page, please blow my mind on Instagram, but I also started a Manava Breathing Instagram page, M-A-N-A-V-A Breathing on Instagram is where you can find that and there's a cool little video like it's not finished I should be doing voiceover recording explaining it's like a little pitch video but I just wanted to upload it because even just pictures only man it tells a story and you can see the core become ignited you know Manava represents the breath of life right literally the breath of life and the portal to that breath is through the nose because the nose accesses the diaphragm and the diaphragm accesses the mind and I've put a little sentence together like a, a pillar so kind of like you know um, in in Monopoly when you go to jail do not pass go go back to that and when you cannot go back to go you need to go somewhere and I'm saying go back to the breath so the sentence goes like this the breath helps the mind to rise up and in that order okay the breath helps the mind to rise up the breath influences the mind and the mind influences action and that's where it's at okay this is turning into a whole another podcast I'm gonna wrap it up here and let's get back to the conversation with Tony sweet as bro um i remember when we caught up last time we talked a wee bit about this intergenerational um, passing on of these burdens like have you kind of sat down to ever wonder why the heck we do that like it's weird eh that we would be that we would be so blind to to doing that you know whether it's through our own actions or not being present you know missing things what do you think it is about us bro that that makes it so hard to get it right sometimes is it this free will thing man that's i love like i've been asked that question once and, and i wish people would ask that a little bit more but it's this constant need to be entertained mm. and this constant need for validation and this is i'm speaking on in the context of social media um it is a form of escape as well as well as you know uh, and it's similar to other addictions in a way where when people want to run away from their problems they turn to the bottle um um, in this day and age social media is right up there in terms of an escape because instead of being present dealing with your relationship issues dealing with a child that's you know playing up or whatnot go sit in the room and that's your escape is you just jump on your phone and escape from your your real world and you jump into this superficial you know and you start scrolling through um, you know what this person's up to what that person's up to have a scroll through this model's photos and go through that guy's mm. gym workout photos and it's just an it's just an escape just like the other addictions bro and so um why do we do that? Is, is, is like I had said earlier, just the, the mere fact that sometimes the issues that we want to deal with in our real life are just too hard sometimes. And, mm. and then it's a question like, like you've highlighted in some pieces of your work is resilience, is around character, um, is around what are your systems to cope 
And all of these things are things that I don't think are being taught in any education system. And and for me personally, that's stuff I just learned like in the last couple of years. <laughs> it's how to breathe correctly. Mm. It's how, how to actually be patient. It's how to stop and pause. Mm. Because I used to have very reactive um, you know, habits. I used to just turn to social media for validation. And it's these um, sort of tendencies that we have that, um, govern our lives and, and and I don't I guess when I started to piece all of this together I you know I'm getting on now I'm, I'm almost in my mid-30s but I, I, I just didn't want to be in my 50s or 60s and still have an anger problem or still have an issue with pornography or still mm-hmm. have an issue with this and that it's this is the time now to 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 really address all of those things that you're trying to escape from, bro. Yeah, so, bro. Because you I'm can't escape perfect. them, eh? Yeah, I'm far from perfect, but, but yeah. I'm trying. Yeah, yeah. Can't escape them. And, and we and try. We just come back and regenerate in a, in a different That's form. That's right. And, and, and you think you've got away from it, but guess what? You pass it on. And so exactly. this is the this is the main. Re- if you want to be brave, then it is about us getting up, right? And it is about us um, standing up. And look, it's tricky. It's tricky. So, so something I've been thinking about recently, bro, is like I'm half Cook Island and half European, right? So there is a tension that I have about who am I, <laughs> and and I mean this is you can assume as as the world kind of well I don't know right now you can't go to other countries but for the longest time you are able to you know mix and mingle and I'm the product of that mixing and mingling like literally and one of the things I think is is awesome about that is I get a kind of a look into both worlds but one of the things that's really challenging is sometimes there's no right answer in this right and it's kind of sitting in that and dealing with it and and trying to understand what to do about it like like it or not none of us watching have the one solution to COVID you know like it or not doesn't matter how much you want to get on that plane and visit you know our family in Raro or wherever this ain't going to happen right now so you have to find a way to put that energy somewhere and I guess I just don't want us to be able to go on social media I mean I want us to go go on social media but not as a replacement eh like um I think the replacement that I've tried to really focus on, bro, is, is, you know, and it sounds cheesy and whatever, but I don't care, is really going within, you know. And I've heard some, I've been studying breathing, as you mentioned um, before, and man, it is powerful. And this podcast is going to be spammed with heaps of breathing stuff because it's the forgotten art of who we are and look i will also (laughs) i will also admit that uh, my little two-year-old daughter she's fascinated with moana the film and when you watch it you know i i've watched that film so many times now like 50 times and you can only watch it until you start seeing things right when you start listening to moana talking about you know we were voyages and these things and starting to put that context into my mind when my grandmother left the islands to come where was she going what was her voyage you know i think i don't know if she really knew but i think it was so that me and you could talk like this i think that's what it was for that we could have the capacity to to even care about addiction 
right? <gasps> to understand that we're complicated. I think that's why they did it. And I believe it wasn't just, I'm going to go to New Zealand for a job. You know, I think it was like, right, I'm going to give them what I, I'm going to give them the gift of time. Is that kind of how you think about this stuff, bro? Because it can, it feels like sometimes, you know, like Moana, I'm feeling lost. What's the missing bit? And I mean, for me, I feel like it is the breathing. And uh, we can get into that a bit later. But, you know, uh, yeah, I guess one, how do you process the past to the future? And, and two, what is your family story and who, who, who came over and, and that kind of stuff? I like how you brought up Moana. It's funny that you bring that up because I just watched that in the weekend <laughs> again for the, I don't know. Um, but because it's fresh in my mind, it's that um, it's that ability and that confidence to go beyond the reef because that's mm. the, that was the barrier to her father. And, and everybody else uh, were um, sort of... Uh, boxed into just sticking within the reef mm. and and in essence since you brought that up like you just think of social media and how it is sometimes the reef and and it and it um curates the information or the world that you live in and, and it might seem more happy but do we venture outside of <laughs> consumption because outside of consumption is creation mm. like yourself you're creating a podcast people uh, i saw a clip of this um, young guy from uh, Manurewa Joshua 685 creating beats on just a, um, a silly old laptop and now he's number one in iTunes And but there's a lot of kids his age who are just consuming social media he's leveraged the tool of social media and ventured beyond the reef and created something and just gone and had the confidence to mm. put it in, out to the universe and the universe has reciprocated with a contract um, with a with a um, recording label and, and his songs on number one iTunes. And, and this is a, a Samoan kid, a Pacifica mm. kid. And we don't know what's beyond the reef sometimes, beyond so the, the consumption of social media. And so interesting you brought that up as a, as a link. And, and I guess to answer your second question as well in terms of... Um, uh, sort of my quick family story on my dad's side um, my dad's from uh, Fa'ala which is a little village in Savai in Samoa and Savai is the big island um, most of the people come out of Upolu which is up here in, in the town here the story um, that I've been told is that my granddad hard working man of 13 children um, came over to New Zealand for a season um, to work to purchase a truck and as soon as he got that truck he went back and he was the first um, man in the village with a pickup truck and that just accelerated the production of their plantation and it was used to help people and transport people and help the church and build the village and for me uh, that story will always stick with me in terms of being a pioneer being someone that's ventured beyond the reef because he came to this cold country from a beautiful island village to, to see what's beyond and come back. Mm-hmm. And since then, everybody's left, and, and a lot of us have benefited from, you know, that that, that initial sacrifice, mm-hmm. you know, that initial, um, you know, that courageous act 
to to leave man yeah i've got to go to a break because the little buzzer's telling me but two things tony i love talking to you man this is so cool you know thank you bro for like just i don't know being open to my weirdness of wanting to explore these things because you know there's not the we're on at 11 o'clock at night on a Sunday night we're the last show and I love that you know it's like if you've hung around this long boom we're going to deliver because this might not have all the fancy awesome stuff and whatever but it's it's we're the most real you know and, and I love that we'll go the deepest that's how we roll okay sweet we'll see you in a minute alright Tim I think this is our third and final little bit here I'm just going to keep it short just gonna say hope you're doing well I I really do hope you're doing well and if you're not look I believe that we all have a time in life where the burden lands on us and so thank you for carrying that burden for today because there will be another day where potentially I've got to carry it and you don't but we all got to share this load and I guess one thing we can do is just do some slow breathing together you know you can do this in your car it's not dangerous you shouldn't do all types of heavy breathing and breath hold breathing in your car but you can follow along with me okay so what I want us to do just for the next yeah let's go 30 seconds to one minute is I'm just gonna slow us down to 5.5 breaths a minute which is scientifically and spiritually just that peak zone of humanity where if we breathe this way we will be healthier because we will encourage the right flow of oxygen to flow to the body we will tell the mind to be be calm and be quiet because we can and we will enjoy the moment so nasal breathing only and we're just going to take a slow breath in the nose off you go one two three four five and a half and out of the nose one two three four five and a half and back in one two three four five and a half and back out one two three four five and a half and back in one two three four five and a half and back out one two three four five and a half and just keep going at your own pace now judging that 5.5 i'm just going to talk for a little bit and whenever you get lost or just go back to starting with the breath back in and back out 5.5 count in your head it's probably challenging with me talking but what i want to say is we're all awesome okay you're awesome you can do this we can all do this we've got no choice start with the breath influence the mind and rise up to the challenge of life wishing you awesomeness wherever you are remember no one controls your breathing that's us we can control one thing today and today it is the breath all right team enjoy the rest go for as long as you want uh, what i've been telling people i've been working with in the breath zone is to breathe through your nose when you're in the car you'll be health- healthier and I'll, I'll share some more science if that's what you need but you don't need that you just need time to well you, as a good person once said to me and his name is Dave Neither. he's a mental skills coach is he a mental skills coach a mental performance coach maybe Dave Neith Dave Neithy 
sorry Dave if I pronounce your name incorrect, uh, he said sometimes you need to just have permission to do the simple stuff and I give you permission to take more nasal breaths at a slower pace to give you a longer term happiness and health. Okay, let's get back to the final bit with Tony Laolu. Thank you, everybody. Have an awesome day. Okay, brother, I said before, oh, maybe I asked if it would be okay to maybe just um, dip into some tactical ways of, uh, you know, if we're stuck on our phones, how can we get off? Because I loved in the previous segment you talked about that, you know, that the the reef and we've got to get beyond it and and your phone <laughs> could be preventing you right to get beyond that reef and it might be important uh, just on the moana thing man like you know the bit that kind of confuses me the higher into the tens that i watch this blimmin film is that at the end there's always the shot you know it's coming over crashing and then she sails off and smiles as if we've done it and I can't help but think of the next shot as we haven't done it. We're not there yet. We've forgotten again, right? So your grandfather came, got what he needed, went back, accelerated it. But somewhere along the way, we forgot this thing or that knowledge was hidden from us or something got buried. And I think it's partly to do with the breath, right? Because as far as I know, the breath through the nose is our portal to access our, our, our core, which is our diaphragm, and the diaphragm talks to the brain, and it's all connected, right? So when you breathe in a way, this upper chest <laughs> hyperventilation, you're telling your brain we're in danger. And I mean, you actually literally, this manifests itself in how we talk to each other in a panic state, how we try and diagnose ourselves, and, and it makes sense that we would go to social media to try and to try and suppress that, you know, because we're walking around jacked up. And, and I'm trying to prove it, but um, scientifically, as I'm developing this little course that I'm doing, but I got some research, man, and it talked about uh, um, that when they timed out, like literally put a timer to these old Hawaiian like hymns or prayers, they did the same to the Eastern stuff, they did the same to the stuff coming out of Italy, it all timed out to the specific time, and the time was 5.5 seconds, right? And this is what the scientists say, that if you breathe out for 5.5 seconds, and you breathe in for 5.5 seconds, that is the optimal way that you can think the best, be the calmest, and connect with yourself and others. And the scary thing is, that adds up to 5.5 breaths per minute, right? And I hope I'm not getting too deep. But the scary thing is, bro, statistically, every minute, each of us in modern society breathes up to 15 to 20 times. And that's why we're so freaked out, because we're over we're overstimulating, right? So the car battery is empty before we need it. So we need to slow back down our breathing as our ancestors did. And I'm confident that if I can just find that one Pacifica historian just to somehow collaborate with me and to prove that, that our people did breathe in a slower, calmer way, and that's how they went beyond the reef, that that's our missing link to to beginning that conversation again, right? Because uh, I hate statistics. And that's why I hate the idea of knowing that we were probably all worse off in COVID en masse. I'd love to think that we weren't. 
because we were together and we're built to do that. But I do know what I know and I definitely know what I don't know, right? I'm a spoiled brat and I had a lot of love and I, I see the world that way. That will be my gift to show love. But it's also my blind spot where I don't know true pain and many people do so so uh, you know just virtual hugs if, if you're going through a tough time okay that's my spamming on my breathing for now tony you know five minutes left you know and and, and this is why i think it's interesting to throw back to you just for a sec about these one or two things that people can be doing to just how do we get it how do we get what's the steps to get off this addiction <coughs> I think I think with a lot of um, the pieces out there are about raising awareness. I think raising awareness is important, but that's only the very first chapter of getting through this um, addiction. And not everybody is addicted. I, I know that most people use social media, and and there needs to be some sort of self assessment. But here's Here's what I've thought a lot since the last time we... I've created a, an assessment tool to, to find out, you, you know, um, your certain levels. But as a, as a person using it, I think sometimes we rely too heavily on data, on systems, on information, on technology. I think deep down in your heart, you know. You know when you're using social media too much. You know those instances, like, instinctively, instinctively when you're when you're ignoring um, your responsibility to your family, to your child, to your partner. You know when you should, you know, there's, there's that, that voice inside your head when you're driving that you shouldn't be picking up your phone, but you still do it. Those are all um, cues, um, and those are all the little voices that should tell you you, you need to start um, adjusting your social media usage because... Um, the longer, just like any addiction, the longer you ignore those little voices that tell you you should put your phone down, you should put your phone down, um, you know, the, the quieter they become. And then, mm. then the, that's when it, you know, um, pathways into something a little bit more serious. Mm. So in terms of how how to hop out of it, um, contact me. <laughs> uh, digital discipline on IG and Facebook. Uh, but in terms of what can, what can you do practically is... Um, if you're in a family unit, is firstly having that family talk. But even before that, is you as the parent or you as the individual need to assess what are your social media habits and are you comfortable with the amount of time that you're on? Um, I would suggest in terms of because this is a daily thing, and I pride, you know, pride my work on daily, daily discipline, daily digital is setting aside half of a day. To being productive there should be no social media at night time and you know um really being conscious and aware uh i know i can i can cook up a one two three step um sort of system on how to do it but you need to trust your instincts on this mm. and, and be instinctive and be disciplined it's one of those addictions where you can hide it easily uh the other ones, yeah, you can. Yeah. The, the the consequences of being drunk or, or, or gambling or on drugs are quite visible. This one, um, you can hide this one so easily. So it's a lot to do on the on the individual. So mm. um, 
it's hard to shove it all in in five minutes. But yeah, bro. But those are yeah. baby steps for now. So. Yeah. And I know what people can do, right? Because we think on mass too much, I think. You know, I was filling out this um, application for some funding for this idea I've got around breathing. And it said, watch your outcomes. And I wrote, save one person. And I have got that from Justice League, you know? Like, I don't know if you've seen the latest one, but Flash comes in and he's like, I don't know what to do. And Batman's like, save one. You know, and, and then save another. And and I reckon we just got to get out of this, like, this mess. The world's too big because we've let the portal in, eh, of the social media stuff. It's really just us. And that is us. We always were just us. And, and actually, uh, micro to that is just you. And not in a, look, I think we all need to work better at not saying every time it's about me that it's such a um, mean thing to say. It's not mean if you're awesome and you can make everyone else awesome. It's mean if you still give yourself out and you don't have the life force to do it. You know, that's exactly. yeah. And, and and it's and even even when I'm thinking about um, you know how do I reach you know X amount of people. Sometimes I'm, I, 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 I backtrack and I think, why can't, why can't it be almost like a train-the-trainer model? But in a Pacifica sense, if you've, if you've given that much value to someone and helped someone through it, I, I, would, I would hope to think that they would pass that knowledge on to their peers, to their mm-hmm. family, to their children. And, and yeah, I mean instead of me trying to reach everybody and you know because that's the commercial uh you know um corporate way of thinking um if i can help one one family then man that's that's a lot because hopefully that stops that that intergenerational addiction of social media within that household and, and i can hand on heart say that you know i've i've made an impact in this world you know it's one at a time right as it always was right as it always will be one at a time that's it's just you know it's freaky eh, bro because it is quite simple but the simple stuff is so simple that it gets forgotten and i think that's how simple stuff gets forgotten like it's simple to tell your kids or your family you love them but the amount of time we forget right because life gets in the way and all of a sudden you haven't done it for a couple of days maybe i won't say something that important i'll say weeding your garden you know, weeding your garden, you forget, and then the, the, a week goes by, and all of a sudden that garden is overgrown, and you're like, "Man, how'd that get like that? It got like that because you forgot to weed it." And I feel like we've just gotta, we just gotta keep going, find that balance of the fast and the slow, and and yeah, I love what you say, man. Trust your gut, and that backs up with this breathing stuff because it comes from your gut. So you got to breathe in a way that your gut can trust you, you know? And I know that's weird, and I know that's out of it to think, but it is that simple, and that's how it got forgotten. So, Tony, man, love this. Boom. Um, where can people follow you if they want to connect with you and follow your journey and, yeah, just stay in touch with what's happening in your space? Yeah, just um, digital discipline. Um, just got to search that on, on Facebook, Instagram or LinkedIn and um, like I've said in other places man just 
just private message me and, and start that conversation if, if that's how you're feeling and mm. you know address it and um best place to start is talking to someone about it so open i'm open boom i love that people probably um spent you know 40 minutes with us off their phone hopefully if we did our job right and that's also a good thing too uh you can listen to our pod our podcasts from the past and you know you got plenty of good content up there i just thought of one thing too don't you do eight till eight on sundays social media free that that is i'm glad you mentioned that because that needs to restart itself i i because of the lockdown i gave people a bit of you know bit of grace there to, <laughs> because social media was the only sort of platform to mm. use to communicate but um, that doesn't mean you can't watch tv right so people could still tune in yeah yeah 100%, 100%. yes sweet so eight to eight is um no social media from 8 a.m to 8 p.m every sunday so well, there yeah. you go audiana tv plays from uh 3 p.m <laughs> Till midnight, so that's yeah. your covered there. You just got to get through it or three, go for a walk, yeah, yeah. have a mean feed, yeah. and then come sit down and watch some stuff. Tony, thank you again, bro, for um, answering the call. I only texted you today and said, "Can you can you do it?" And man, you did. And I think we, um, you know, we always have awesome chats, and may they long continue. Thank you, brother. Hundred percent. Thank you all. Boom team, that's us. Long podcast because I started going hard out between the breaks. But hopefully uh, you got some value out of that. I'm going to wrap up pretty quickly here. Just want to say thanks to everybody who joins me on the podcast. Look, if you want to do your bits for the podcast, you can by jumping on iTunes, rating and reviewing. You know, if you want to do your bit to help financially, you can jump on Patreon and look for Please Blow My Mind and, uh, yeah, become the fifth Patreon, you know. That's awesome. Oh, and it's meaningful too, right? Because these breaths, the 5.5 second out or the six second in, either way, you will be coming up to that magic number, five. (laughs) Oh gosh, feels like it's a bit of a cult, but life's a cult, eh? You know, life is a hard out cult and we've just got to like, I guess, get on board, get on board. Oh gosh, okay, that's us team. Thank you all for blowing my mind and we will see you and hear you in the next episode. (laughs) 